1: Hello,
2: this is Bitch Slap. I'm Rachel Fisher. i am Dazzy Janiken. And that's my cat Melon. That's Melon Fisher. That's <laughs> <laughs> this is Melrose Place Season Three. The Cook, The Creep,
0: His Lover, Her Sister. Wait, episode seven. Yeah. They tried to they oh tried to God. do something with that title, <laughs> the movie title, but it's not quite it's not quite as catchy. Yeah. But it's accurate for the
2: show. <laughs> I was trying to think. I'm like, okay, the cook is Susan. The creep is Chris.
0: His lover is Jane. Is Jane. And her sister is Sydney. Jesus Christ. Melon, <laughs> this is out of control. <laughs> okay, we got to take a break.
2: Shall we get into it, Desi? Yes. Now that we have <laughs> temporary silence, I'm excited to talk about this episode. Let's get started. Yeah. We begin with a dinner party at Jane's.
0: And Amanda's invited. What do you think Jane cooked? Chicken Tetrazzini? No, <laughs> I don't know. No,
2: it's not Michael anymore. She's not making no. Michael's Italian food anymore.
0: But she still might have made pasta.
2: She made her signature goat cheese sun-dried tomato pasta.
0: Yeah, with chicken, sliced chicken with breast. sliced
2: chicken breast. Yeah. And people were starving when they arrived. So anything would be good. And it was good. I mean, I'm I would eat that right now to be honest. Like a creamy she did light. I don't think Jane I don't think Jane goes full fat. No, she she made it with skim milk. She, yeah. And that <laughs> and then I would not be as excited. <laughs> that's why it wasn't as good. Um anyway, so everyone's sitting around having their after dinner coffee and Chris is Hog in the spotlight because everyone's like getting to know
0: him. And he's he's just playing up the jovial boyfriend. Yeah, he's like, Jane is such a great talent. Um no, he's really laying it on thick and everyone loves him. And Allison says, Jane, you're gonna be as famous as Donna Karen one day. Donna Karen. <laughs> that would be what Allison drops. <laughs> that, that's Allison's favorite. The whole minor. Donna Karen had In the nineties, was out of control. Remember her and Barbara Streisand? I don't. Barbara she exclusively dressed Barbara Streisand for every award show. Donna Karen. They were like, you know how some designers have their muse? Yeah. Barbara Streisand was Donna Karen's muse. I mean, it's not a bad muse to have. No, but it was it was fitting too, because Barbara by that point was already sort of older, right? She's not an ingenue anymore. And Donna Karen, you were like, you could tell that Donna Karen was like that was her idol. This is my this this is my move. Cause both of them are kind of like around the same age. Yeah. So she's like an older designer, right? Yeah. Like, not like a young thing either. So it was like this fitting collab, I think.
2: So uh, Jay I'm sorry. Sydney walks into the room and she says, You know,
0: I'm a designer too. Silence. <laughs> Dead <laughs> that, silence. Not even Matt says anything. It's that that's such a like an appropriate response. To Sydney, it's like okay, okay, we're cra- we're crazy come in
2: again. <laughs> Everyone just ignore her. The silence is broken when Amanda says, "And to think your talents would be wasted making license plates in some women's prison." And
0: Amanda is a is loves her joke. <laughs> she, she starts cracking up at her I own know. joke. It's so mean. She's so mean, and she gleefully laughs and <laughs> looks. She she does the thing where you look around. <laughs> No one else is really laughing.
1: Because it was, she la- it was too far. It was too far. too far. But
0: Amanda, is. she doesn't have a care in the world. She thinks it's hilarious. Uh, and it was very mean.
2: See, if I was there at that party, I would say, well, your dad didn't make it to prison because he died on a
0: boat. <laughs> That's how you take her down. Yeah. I mean, she really has no room to fucking talk. No. No, but her little look where she was looking, she was so... Because Amanda's not really funny, right? No. Amanda is not known for her sense of humor. No. And this was the first time I feel like I've ever even seen her laugh (laughs) in that kind of way. Like where she's... Because it's like she's also like at this party with people who don't really like her, right? Why is she there? She can... She's
2: not good. Amanda's not good at making jokes that are a little, a little mean, but she's good at being mean. And she doesn't get the difference. Yes.
0: She, she goes too far, and she's not close enough with these people to be mean to them.
2: So Chris follows Sydney into the kitchen, and he whispers to her, we both know where a real talent's lie. <laughs> He's
0: a relentless perv. Like I like how he can't let a moment pass without turning it around into something dirty. There is an apartment full of people. No. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's like even if they can't hear you, why are you coming up so close behind her and whispering in her ear? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like no one saw that. I mean, Jane's kit—it's an open concept. <laughs> plan—the kitchen is right there. Um. So, Joe tells
2: Allison this storyline Joe's like I don't know if I can keep my baby
0: (laughs) I don't know I was like finally well why are you gonna do it at eight and a half months you idiot (laughs) (laughs) you're a little late Joe yeah you're a little bit late
2: you should have had this realization that you were uh, did not financially incapable of giving birth to your rapist baby
0: not only that it's like you have to work Like, do you know what I mean? Like she, not only does she not have money, but she, who's going to take care of the baby? She doesn't even have someone to take care of the baby. Like, yeah, there's like no one. She did not think this through. She's like, they'll just put him in the playpen at (laughs) Melrose place in the courtyard. (laughs) Everyone can watch it. (laughs) (laughs) She
2: hasn't even started like baby proofing her apartment.
0: I I forget she's pregnant all the time until she, it's mentioned. She's not acting like it. No, this
2: it's, is sad. Except for her wardrobe change, her downgrade. That's the I, only I way.
0: I, no, have I can't think of a character I loved and hated in so fast of an arc. Like she's so boring to me. I she's, just hate her. She's
2: lame. How did she go from the cool girl to being the lame just girl? Just pathetic.
0: <laughs> like she's friends with Allison
2: now. <laughs> <laughs> Later in the episode, Amanda or Michael Mancini does get a really good one in on her. Oh yeah. So well, we can always count on him. So Chris interrupts and says, Oh, Joe, I was wondering if you wanted to shoot some photos for Jane's campaign. The winter catalog. And she is like thrilled because she hasn't been able to get hired because she's pregnant. That's
0: what she told Allison. And she's like so now this guy's her hero. She loves him. She's like, I mean, he he sweeps right in. And she's like, great. He's like, can you shoot 100 shots in one day or 100 setups? <laughs> I was like, damn. Like, take advantage of her, why don't you? He really loved um,
2: that series she did on the beach with the four-poster bed. He's yeah. like, that's
0: artistic vision. Um, for a catalog. <laughs> also, Jane... A winter catalog of Jane stuff? You're not going to need a hundred setups. Like, give
2: yeah. me a break.
0: How much? How many baby doll dresses this does Spiegel this bitch catalog.
2: have? <laughs> <laughs> um, Sydney sees this and she's disgusted. Because she knows Chris has snowed everybody. He's
0: a total sleazebag. Like, he has no redeeming qualities. See, if I was in this friend group, I might not know
2: what's going on with him and Sydney, but I would definitely be talking to Matt and be like, I don't know, he's just irritating. Like I definitely would like have some things to say about him. Jane just has bad taste in men.
0: Like she doesn't pick them, right? Her picker's broken. No, it's totally broken.
2: Later, Sydney goes to Jane's room and she's like, Jane, your boyfriend
0: is a sleaze bag. Yeah. And Jane's like, I don't want to hear it, Sydney. By, by the way, this is the second time someone has tried to tell Jane, like I remember Allison tried to tell her about Kimberly and Michael kissing. Oh yeah. And Jane completely like denied it and turned on Allison. I mean, I get Sydney is a little bit more deserving cause they have a history, but she's doing the exact same thing with Sydney. Basically. Jane's not a girl's girl. No, she will defend her sleazebag husband or slash boyfriend Till the till the end, until they literally she she has to literally see them balls deep <laughs> <laughs> like another woman, yeah, or
2: like <sighs> killing someone. No, she's not a girl's girl. She thinks every girl is jealous of her and is a threat. right I really think that. I just came to this realization,
0: and I think it's because she was raised with Sydney, always really being jealous of her, so she probably thinks everyone's just jealous. <laughs> <laughs>
2: And she thinks Chris is some prize because he, like, is vice president of a
0: company. I mean, it's really tied in, I think, to her career that she fell for him in the first place. Um, maybe she wouldn't have if that wasn't a part of it, Like but I don't what, know.
2: What are his good qualities? He's not even the hottest guy she's
0: fucked. I don't know what his good qualities are. Like, he just comes off so sleazy even when he's not coming on to Sydney. I don't even think he eats pussy. Oh, no. I I think... They haven't even fucked. Oh, that's the other thing. Right. They still haven't fucked. They still haven't fucked. So what is she... She's not even dickmatized. What does this guy have on her? I have no idea. It's because she wants
2: to get her designs in catalog.
0: That's what I think. It's just purely career. And she's made herself believe it's more. I don't know. She's a fucking idiot.
2: Uh, After the credits... Amanda is swimming and she stops Sydney on her way out to work. And she's like, Sydney, you need to move the shit out of the storage locker.
0: I love that Amanda is doing laps in her one piece. She's doing laps in her (laughs) one piece before work. Yeah. It's so funny to see someone using the pool. She only uses (laughs) the pool for exercise. Yeah. She's not fun.
2: She, um, Sydney's like, well, what if I decide I want to rent my
0: apartment again? This place has the weirdest vacancies. Cause they're always, a va- the, like she hasn't rented out Sydney's apartment yet. That is a prime apartment. It's been vacant for a while and it's just still there. But she was ready to evict Jake, even though his, his shit was still, <laughs> <laughs> the part it was like one day later. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, it's crazy. Amanda's like, well, what if I don't let you rent
2: the apartment? Yeah. Jake overhears this as Sydney storms off, and he's like, well, "What's with her?" And Amanda makes a very dated reference here. She says, "Only her psychiatrist knows for sure."
0: Yeah, that's like back in the day where you'd still make fun of someone for going to therapy.
2: No, but it's like that, Clarel. Only her, only her hairdresser oh, knows for
0: sure. Okay, I didn't catch that. So
2: it's like a dated reference, but yeah. also she's making fun yeah. of men- mental health.
0: What was the hairdresser?
2: It for, was like, like for Clarol was it was I believe it was Clarol and I only know like this. Dye, for
0: dyeing your hair? Or I only something?
2: know this cause because whatever, cause some older gay man in my life probably referenced it. Right. I
0: mean I know the line, but I couldn't remember what it was. Only her hairdresser
2: knows for sure.
0: It's definitely something people use. And they probably are a gay, older gay man. <laughs>
2: I'm just saying, if I had yeah. to figure out where I heard that from, it was... It's
0: not like you heard it direct. You heard someone referencing it. It was a
2: gay man in his 50s yeah. referencing a commercial he saw yeah. when he was Cal a child. God, take me away. <laughs> well, we still had that in the 90s. That's true. We had that in the 90s. Um, at D&D... Oh, sorry. I forgot to mention. Jake wants to go to lunch with Amanda.
0: Yeah. And she's like, hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
2: At D and D, it's this is very surprising to see Michael and Kimberly in Amanda's office.
0: Yeah, because I I also didn't realize that D and D had the it, the elusive Jane Mancini Designs account, one of their many like star-studded qual, you know, yeah. clientele. <laughs> <laughs> like she has a she's a market she's a marketing team behind that <laughs> shithole. <laughs> She, D&D. D&D is representing
2: Jane Mancini Designs.
0: I mean, I guess cuz she's attached to the big super whatever shopping store because of Chris. Yeah, probably.
2: So, Amanda's scolding Michael and Kimberly because they were not a meeting.
0: Yeah, cuz I guess they want to make they want to have input on what the plan is going forward as far as the marketing and advertising go
2: yeah and it's all just to stick it to Jane and to terrorize her obviously they don't actually care about this business and after they leave Bruce stops by and he's like really horny for Michael and Kimberly he is
0: rock hard he's, he's like who's that <laughs>
2: <laughs> I gotta say Bruce has big bisexual energy
0: I agree a hundred percent. That is a
2: bi man. He's a bi icon. No, he is
0: into them as he, a couple. He
2: wants to, he wants to know. <laughs> he's like, what's their deal? Are they swingers? Are they on field? <laughs> <laughs> I want to take them both to bed and play doctor. Absolutely. He's like, who is that? You know, they'd be great for the new factors coffee campaign we're doing they're featuring real couples in their ad their lifestyle ads and Amanda's like absolutely not no I hate them yeah she's like fuck that and Bruce comes back he's like honestly Amanda your star has fallen in the past few months oof so you don't really have room to say no don't say that to Amanda this is the one person who can boss Amanda
0: around right her her dad's dead so now it's this guy (laughs)
2: and he's like you don't want me to you know remind you that you were sued for sexual harassment last season
0: it's like thanks for reminding all of us i forgot
2: i <laughs> <laughs> forgot about chaz <laughs> and, and, and he mentions he's like oh and allison's the one who
0: ended up getting most of the credit for the escapade account he, I love a, I love a good recap exposition for us all. You know what I mean? Because yeah. it's like, okay, she is on thin ice. She's on thin ice <laughs> at D&D. She, you know what she needs to do to save her career? Book Michael and Kimberly for the <laughs> factor coffee ad. <laughs> then everything is gold. <laughs> like as if you couldn't find a million fucking professional couples that would be equally as good. No, like, he wants it's crazy them Because he wants to try and fuck them later. Yeah, he loves some redhead. And an Italian. I mean, what could be better? <laughs> I know that's your dream situation. <laughs> Susan Madsen. Oof!
2: This is our first time meeting her. She stops by D
0: and D, and Billy's like, "Oh, hey, he's." If you are under thirty, walking into D and D, Billy's gonna try and flirt with you. He's like, all over. He it. is all over every woman who walks in, and probably over thirty. He doesn't care. He really doesn't care. Um, he, he's like, Hi, who are you? I'm Billy
2: Campbell. And she's like, Oh, I'm looking for Allison.
0: And he's like, Whoa. Yeah. Like, and <laughs> like, oh, well, I guess I can't <laughs> fuck her.
2: And that's when we hear Kel Surprise. Oh, my God. Oh, hi, Susan. She's like, Susan, you just got back from France. She's been cooking at Le Cordon Bleu, <laughs>
0: <laughs> she's a chef. Henceforth, the title of this episode. She's the cook.
2: <laughs> she's the cook. She's been training there, and now she's like back in the States, and she's... <laughs> I'm sorry. <gonna> Al-
0: get- <laughs> Allison is so... The only thing that could have made that entrance better is if she you heard like a lot of banging and she fell (laughs) and she was like running out going, kill Sabrina. (laughs) Alison, are you okay? (laughs) Like she's so clumsy and and her actions and her words and her
2: demeanor. I would have loved to see like a couple other people in the office, like kind of turn
0: around because she makes such a scene. What is What are they thinking working together? Imagine working with like your ex and you're not getting along. That's like a comedy of errors. Like and any, any, any person alive could not handle this situation without doing stupid things. Probably. Honestly, Billy's such an asshole for continuing to work at D and D. I think it's so wrong. It's so wrong. It's impossible situation, especially for someone like Allison. She's like, no chill. She can't play it. Cool. Like, do you know what I mean? Like I might be able to do it for a little bit, but I'd be I'd have to take edibles like every night when I got home. It would be so stressful. No, Billy should have never taken this job. It's so fucked up of him that he did. Especially that they work together and have to make decisions and agreements. They're a team. Do you know what I mean? Like it's not even, is,
2: Yeah. It's he's not even just working in the office.
0: No, they're a team who have to constantly have conversations and argue about decisions. And every argue, every decision is it becomes like a fill-in for their relationship, like it's just like a never. It's hell. So we learn that Susan was Allison's
2: college roommate, and she's a chef. And Billy, Billy goes, hmm,
0: yeah. So we we know we're having some trouble here.
2: Amanda goes to the hospital and pitches Michael and Kimberly for the Factor's coffee ad. And, and classic Amanda style. It's like she came up
0: with the idea.
2: She's and she has like a v- ulterior motive too.
0: Yes. So yes.
2: Michael's immediately interested because he loves flattery. He loves the idea that someone would consider him good-looking enough to be a model.
0: Oh, he does the classic like, oh, hmm, you don't say? Oh, huh? yeah, like of course. Like he loves it. And then no, he, he goes, he's immediately, and then he goes, "How much do we get paid?" Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Jesus Christ. He's
2: such a sleazebag. And she's like, in exchange, you sign off on Jane's ad campaign. Amanda is so smart. Kimberly says, you know, the hospital's not going to like this. And Michael says, don't worry. I'll talk to the new chief of staff. Well, he really doesn't
0: like you too much, Kimberly. Yeah. I mean, Mike my, uh, my, oh man, the confidence of Michael <laughs> is out of control. <laughs> so he waltzes
2: over to Peter Byrne's office, and Peter is not charmed by Michael. now i love
0: I love this. Their dynamic is so good. Peter is true alpha. Like yeah. you don't realize Michael is actually like Michael up until this point has ruled everything, and I love that Peter came in to squish that in him, like at least on that on that front. Yeah. You know? yeah. Like Michael has met his
2: match and he's sucking up to Peter and he's like not buying it. And that's when he tells him about doing this ad and Peter's like, are you kidding me? No, you're not going to do an ad for a coffee company representing this hospital.
0: Right. They have some claws, no modeling, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) He says it's crass. Yeah. So they don't want their doctor's being in a fucking coffee ad. (laughs) Yeah, he thinks it's crass.
2: And Michael's like, look, Peter, this is a courtesy visit. I didn't have to stop by here. I can do what I want. And Peter says, Michael, you're a resident at this hospital and you play by my rules or you get out of my sandbox. Yeah. Jake and Amanda have lunch and he shows her the $50,000 check that he got from the FBI. And he's like, I need investment
0: advice. He knows how to warm Amanda up because he's like, and you're the smartest business person I know. <laughs> it's like the only one probably. To like um, and she's like, well, you got to get into real estate. Yeah.
2: And he goes, I have to work.
0: Jake is anti-landlord. He's like I'm not going to be a landlord.
2: Yeah. And I respect that. He, that he's like, no,
0: yeah. I, I want to do something. I want to just sit back and collect checks. He's a hands on guy. He wants to contribute to society. He (laughs) needs to be doing something with his hands. What better way to contribute to society than buy shooters?
2: (laughs) (laughs) I love that Amanda just casually drops. She's like, Well, I heard shooters is for sale. What are the chances? What are the chances? (laughs) And I feel like that would be such a major storyline. Like people would have been buzzing about that earlier.
0: Like if you're. Yeah, there would have been a whole episode where it's like. We had to see a montage of all their memories at Shooters. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like one last night at Shooters? No, because
2: anyone who lives in any big city knows that if your business, if your favorite restaurant or bar suddenly goes up for sale, things are changing. And it's, it might just
0: cease to exist. I also love that they're selling the sh- entity Shooters. like They're like, someone can buy the name. And keep the business going. <laughs> this is a this is a fucking a bank. You'll make bank. It's shooters. Keep shooters open.
2: That's when Amanda suddenly gets up and says she has to leave. And he's like, "Why? You just got here." And she says, "I figured lunch wouldn't go well, so I scheduled a one o'clock
0: <laughs> meeting." <laughs> I yeah, I was kind of shocked by that because I was like, she she usually relishes any opportunity to be with one of her exes. Yeah. To see if she can rekindle something. No, this was like such a power
2: move. And then she hands him some papers in a file and she's like, I need you to bring this to Jane's office.
0: Although this makes sense later on why this happened. Because here it doesn't make sense. And then later on you're like, oh, that's why she did this. That's why it was written that this happened. Right. That's not why she did it. She did it just to be a bitch. But it never would have happened in any other script. No. (laughs) It was purely to make this thing happen later. Yes. Anyway, we'll take a break here and we'll be right back. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
2: Billy goes to the park on his lunch break and he sees Allison and Susan having lunch at a picnic table. And he goes, Mind if I join you? I love that
0: (laughs) Allison is immediately like, Are you following us? (laughs) Are you following us? (laughs) And he's like, I always eat my lunch in the park. (laughs) Allison is out of control
2: sometimes. It's like. (laughs) But Billy is kind of annoying that he like suddenly wants to hang out
0: with Allison now just because. She's with her friend. They both suck. Like they're both (laughs) annoying, but it's like his bad behavior doesn't justify. Also like we'll find out in a second. I cannot believe that Allison hasn't told Susan that that's her ex at this point. No, immediately you would tell her like, Oh my God, my ex works. She would have said it the second they walked out of the office. Like, or, or she hasn't told her like in general, By the way, my fucking ex is working here. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. Because in Susan's mind, she's like, why is she so mean to the idiot from work? (laughs) Do you know what I mean? To Susan, he's just this guy at work, and she doesn't get why Allison is being such a bitch to him. It's like a crazy thing to do because Allison is just being mean to him. And he's like, oh, this simple guy. she's
2: being so over the top aggressively mean and so she billy goes i guess i'll find my own bench i like that he's just gonna go over to the next table (laughs) it's so sad while he eats a sandwich um and then allison finally spills the beans to susan she goes that's my egg because
0: susan's like what am i missing Susan actually asked her and it's like, that's when we find out she doesn't know. And I'm like, that's an insane thing to let someone be around and not tell them. This guy was the most important person in your life for like two
2: years. And now you're not even telling your college roommate who's like
0: staying with you. I just feel like if you're so best friends with this person, wouldn't they already know you work with your ex? (laughs) fiance or whatever like this would be like like this is a topic of conversation that would definitely come up in a phone call right like (laughs) by the way he's fucking working with me right like
2: yes um at jane mancini designs sydney is in the office alone with chris and, and she wore a crushed velvet to work. She wore <laughs> a brown, long-sleeved crushed velvet with a very subtle shoulder pad. It had to be a Jane Mancini design. That was absolutely. <laughs> Jane absolutely made that, made this dress. Absolutely. Chris comes, he loves coming up from behind and surprising her. Yeah. And she's like, just do whatever you're gonna do to me, get it over with. Like, I've had it. And he goes, You were tidy this morning. <laughs> You know what we do to tidy girls. <laughs> Why does he say tardy so much in this episode? Get a little spanking. He goes, You were tatty, <laughs> Jane, Sydney, you were tatty this morning. And they're interrupted by a knock at the door. It's Jake. And Jake watches as Sydney huffs off into another room. And Jake's like, I got a delivery. And that's when Chris says to Jake, Great bottom, huh?
0: Because we see Sydney's bottom go through the door. <laughs> she doesn't see Jake, though. He says great, great bottom. Oh, he says great bottom end. Great bottom end, because he's Australian. That's how they say it. <laughs> Jake's like, excuse me?
2: And he's like, I hired, I hired that bitch on a work release program. <laughs> <laughs> he does say that. He does say that. <laughs> Do you
0: imagine... <laughs> <laughs> not knowing that that Jake knows her. That <laughs> he's so over the top. I was like, you would actually speak that way to a delivery guy? Like, <laughs> I believe it. I he's know, but it's awful. crazy. So he then gives,
2: he tries to give Jake cash as a tip. And Jake's like, no, thank you. I'm not a messenger.
0: I'm friends with Jane
2: and Sydney.
0: Doesn't he also say something like that big? <laughs> fish i like, try to pay her and trade yeah get her in trade or yeah. something like like trade sex for work he does say that does. i mean it is over the top what he says to Jake and jake is just like he's he's Jaken. he's like, ja he is furious he's so shook in that moment
2: he doesn't even have the nerve to punch him because he's like he's blown away he has
0: he cannot believe someone is disrespecting a woman in front of him like <laughs> <laughs>
2: The next day, we see Jake in a suit. And Joe is like, wow,
0: Jake. <laughs> He's so boring. Jake, you're wearing a suit. She doesn't even know what to say anymore. Jake, Jake. Oh, my God, Jake. You're really coming into money. <laughs>
2: <laughs> look at you and he's like I got a meeting downtown
0: and she's like oh you missed Jane's party that's why because yeah. I was like where's Jake <laughs> during that party but he couldn't be there to meet Chris because yeah. Chris would have known him so she's like you missed, Jay- you
2: missed Jane's party it was great Chris was there he's such a great guy and he's like yeah well I just met him and he's a creep yeah and she's like Back to differ, <laughs> Joe <laughs> And she's like What are you talking about? This is so interesting Because usually it's women Other women who sense. I mean, obviously Sydney But he's being blatantly He's sexually harassing her
0: But Joe is also blinded by work
1: Yeah Do you know what I mean? She's yeah. not
0: seeing Chris's creepiness Because she wants something from him And that's that mon- that gig Yeah, she's willing to overlook any red flags. And And she's quite honestly annoyed that Jake is trying to throw a wrench into this gig. (laughs) Like, she doesn't want to know. No, and he tells her what happened at
2: at Jane Mancini Designs. And she's like, oh,
0: well, that's Sydney. Like, she victim blames Sydney. She victim, she's like, yeah. Like, Sydney probably asked for it, basically. Like, Sydney probably is encouraging it. It's like, even if she is, that's Jane's boyfriend. (laughs) He should be like, no. And she goes, maybe you misunderstood him. It's like It was pretty clear. No. Once again, Jake is the moral compass of this show.
2: We see Peter Burns (laughs) on the phone in his office swinging a golf club because
0: he's a businessman. He's got to have like a little putt-putt in his office. And this is like, this is about to be one of the great meetings in soap history like when these two come together it's so good it's electric it's a match made in
2: heaven amanda stops by and he says to the person on the phone let me call you back someone rather extraordinary has just walked into my office he is immediately
0: horny (laughs) because she's (laughs) wearing her little beige mini skirt with a a sheer (laughs) mesh top under (laughs) like a little vest type thing it's like a matching vest and skirt but then and it, it has like a tight. black sheer top. It's skin type, but somehow still very business, <laughs> right? Like Amanda
2: toes the line between like business suit and like sexy Halloween costume. Cause it is a micro mini. It is short as hell. Yeah. And it is so tight. See, unlike Allison, Amanda knows how to make business wear really
0: sexy. Yeah, And he's just like, I. I was like, he turned from like, uber-professional to, like, I will literally sexually harass this woman. I do not care. No. (laughs) Like... No. Well, Amanda's
2: there to try and convince Peter that Michael and Kimberly should do the Factors coffee ad. And he's like, I'm very reasonable. Why don't you change my mind? Yeah. And And then he says, is there a Mr. Woodward? And she's like... She's like, I, she's like really trying to sell
0: him on the ad. Like, it'll be great business for your hospital. No, she's like in <laughs> business mode, and this guy is interrupting her. She's like trying to stay focused, and he's like, "You're pussy. I bet it's so I delicious. Just to taste it." And she's like. Well, the Fol- <laughs> let me tell you more about Folster's Coffee. I keep <laughs> wanting to factors. say Folgers. factors Coffee. <laughs> like she's trying to keep it together and be professional. And he is literally like, I would love to be inside of you right now. Like he's so horny.
2: And then she says to him, after he, he asks her to dinner, and she's like, are you agreeing to the ad? And then he says, is there a... No, he, she says, is there a Mrs. Burns? And he says,
0: yes, my mother. And she also is... Does she say you're so arrogant? Yeah, she loves that, though. But it's like that is the horniest thing she could say to a man when she calls him arrogant. Yeah. Because you know it's on.
2: Because this is going to be button blouse ripping. This is not her and Billy. No, this is <laughs> this is an equal. <laughs> <laughs> so... At Jane's shoot, Joe is snapping away, and I got to say, Desi, this is an awful set.
0: Also, I was like, that is not Jane's design. No, it's not Jane's design. Because it, it was like, well, Joe's okay, like, let give me, me more ice.
2: Let me, <laughs> <laughs> let, let, me, let me just describe what was going on in this scene. So we see a model posing next to a dress form, but it's like half of a dress form that's like sitting on top of a little column. Yeah. She's like leaning against this dress form. And the model is wearing a fur-trimmed crop suit jacket with matching hot pants and fur-trimmed boots. I was like, is
0: this like a fucking ice age movie? <laughs> it looked like it looked like it was on the set of some old corny like movie set in caveman days. Like but, but like, they tried to be Raquel Welch about it.
2: Yeah, it and she yeah, she and Joe keeps give me ice. Give me ice. <laughs> give me ice. I'm burning up here. <laughs> and when the model goes to change into her next outfit, she talks to Jane and Jane is just gushing about Chris. And then Joe's like, "Jane, Ugh. never mind." And Jane is like, "What is it, Joe?" And she tells her what Jake said to her and Jane doesn't believe it she goes give me a little credit Jane do you know how nice Chris is he gave you a job yeah and she's like i don't believe Jake or Sydney they're lying
0: this is such a we we've seen this movie before Jane with you and you not specifically. believe <laughs> you specifically <laughs> not believing multiple people telling you about Michael people you've known for years who had no vested interest in ruining your marriage like Sydney might have, right? And who were actually in pain because Allison <laughs> was in literal pain having to tell you this information. She she hated it. seeing it. Yeah, it turned she turned to the drink. <laughs> she turned to sauce to get through it. <laughs> um, and Joe is just the worst friend ever because she's just like trust your heart, trust your heart. <laughs> it's like Jane should not trust her heart or Joe. right now. I'm sorry, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> neither one of them. But it's like you don't believe Jake? Right. I'm sorry, why would he lie about this? What What yeah, what motive would he have? But who has the motive not to believe him? You and Jane. So you guys are the untrustworthy people because you have an ulterior you need something from Chris.
2: Jake doesn't need anything. He doesn't give him. a shit. Jake doesn't want a handout. He doesn't want Sydney or Jane. It's crazy. Billy, back at Melrose Place, Billy comes zooming in on his bike. <laughs> Wait a second, I took a video of it. Okay, Do you want to see it for a refresher? His shorts are okay, out gonna, of control. Okay. <laughs> Billy's wearing like pleated khaki shorts while he's out on a sweaty bike ride. This is so crazy. Here you. Go.
0: No and. Like the the over-the-shoulder look from Susan, like she hears the bike come in or something? It's like brake squeaking. That's what the subtitle said. Oh, really? Okay. Those shorts, I was like,
2: what? No, this was wild. And Susan sees him zoom into the complex, and she's mixing something up in a bowl. Mm, Boy. And she's yelling at Billy. She's like, Billy, come over here and try this. So at this point, she does know
0: this is Allison's ex,
2: right? And this is a classic move in movies and TV when someone has a crush on someone. And they're like, come
0: try what I'm making. Yeah, it's just innocent. Like, let me, you can lick it off my finger. But usually it's something a little more delicious. No, this is crazy. <laughs> also, it looked like she was making runny chocolate pudding. I was. Sickened when I found out what that was. <laughs> she, like, she, truly, I wanted to vomit. No,
2: it is a. We see her stirring a bowl of what looks like runny chocolate pudding, milk chocolate. And Billy's like, What is that? And she's
0: like, It's, she says, like, pigeon. And she's like, It's squab. I was like, What, squab puree? Because I'm sick right now. <laughs> That did not look like you did not squab. stick that on your finger if it's squab puree and feed it to someone off your finger. Like I'd be mad if someone stuck that in my mouth. Why? Because I'd she, be like, I thought that was chocolate, bitch. Why is it? <laughs> why is it
2: liquefied? Why is it liquefied? We didn't even see any chunks in there.
0: Also, where did she buy squab in L.A.? That's what I want to know. <laughs> like, also, just like be normal. Why are you fucking? No one wants to eat squab puree. In your house, in the house. Like, just make something good. I looked up, like, what she said it was in French,
2: and it was literally just roasted squabs. So there was no puree
0: involved. Maybe the puree was, like, something brown. Like some sauce? I guess, but why was it kind of chunky? It wasn't chunky. It was. There was some granular stuff in it. Ew. It was liquid. It had some granular stuff in it. Like, it wasn't completely smooth ugh. That's why I was like, was it like fucking eggplant puree? It must have been some kind of root vegetable puree, but it was darker brown. I thought it was maybe it's like some kind of gravy and it's like oh, a, maybe. a squab in some kind of sauce. I just, that whole thing was a mess. Also, why not pick something French that's a dessert? It's
2: crazy that she would be making it in this wooden bowl and not, like, why is it not in a pot on the stove?
0: I was like, is she a chef? Is <laughs> she really a chef? I don't believe it. This lady's a fraud. No, that's an insane thing to get someone to taste. Though I'm sorry.
2: He she invites him into the apartment, and he's like, oh, I'm not allowed in Allison's apartment.
1: But okay, but
2: okay. And she she's like, Allison won't mind. Bitch, do you know Allison?
0: She does mine. She didn't even want to eat lunch with Billy. She hates him. But once again, Billy lives next to Allison and works with Allison. You cannot do that. (laughs) (laughs) That is crazy.
2: (laughs) So she's like, Oh, Allison says you left a bag of stuff and he opens (laughs) up. This was crazy. He opens up this box, like a little music box and he's, And we hear, we hear like some (laughs) maniacal laughing come out of this box. Okay, I
0: was so confused by that. It is a hideous box that he gave to Allison that has like a clown laugh or something. It has
2: like a clown laugh when you open it. And he says, (laughs) Billy says, this was me and Allison's favorite song. Okay, they must. That must have been like how when it went streaming, they like changed But why would you make it to a clown laugh? I think it was a prank. Like how the wasn't there a <laughs> okay. fart noise in we another need, episode with Michael? <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, we need to look at that website. That's like the songs because I've done that now Me too. a bunch of times. Me too. Um, I think I actually did it at the end of this episode. I was like, "What was Sydney playing?" When she almost gets raped. <laughs> what song was she dancing to yeah i want to
1: know um
0: Um, no i okay we that's crazy that's our favorite song okay and it was a clown laugh okay who re-edited this stuff i want to
2: meet them i want to meet them too if anybody knows anyone that like works for peacock or not peacock paramount plus
0: Okay, so they did the fart, and <laughs> this is literally someone we would be friends with. I know. The cl- a clown because laugh and fierce. a fart. I didn't even rewind that because I was like, that cannot be what I thought it was. Because like- it's very strategic. Yeah. They're very
2: strategic about their pranks they play in the re-editing of the sound on this show because it's not too obvious. It's only every once in a while, and it's like you forget
0: about it, and it's enough where you're like, oh, he must have just squeaked the bowl. <laughs> What was the fart thing again? He's like cooking in the kitchen (laughs) and the fart happens and he makes a face. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, we need to... I think we did make a clip of it. We did make a clip of it. It's also like a YouTube, I think. But I need to see that again. (laughs) Because that is truly... I could watch that like a million times and it's laugh iconic. laugh harder every time. It will never grow old to it's me. So
2: it's funnier
0: <laughs> each time because the because fa- you're like that can't be a fart, but you're like, but why is he making that little face <laughs> afterwards? that he made a fart face. No, it's
2: a very sharp abrupt.
0: And then he goes, mm. yeah. Mm. He makes a little like, ooh. He He's reacts kind of to it. His
2: butt out a little too.
0: It's crazy. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> okay, so
2: much like much like the set decorators when they were filming Melrose Place who were able to sneak in subversive art like sperm pictures right and like the Allison's blanket with the abortion pill stuff on it this is like someone did 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 a prank after the fact yes so this is like a different artist <laughs> Who's was like <laughs> who's editing in clown laughs and farts? Yeah. Into the streaming version of Melrose, please. I love them.
0: Um, I love them too. So where are we? So Allison walks in and sees Billy looking at that box <laughs> of junk with Susan. <laughs> the clown laugh box. And he gave her this clown box. <laughs> so she put it back in his stuff like she doesn't want it. That's insulting.
2: Yeah. And he's insulted. He's insulted. She's like, I gave
0: that to Wait. He says, I gave this to you as yeah. a gift, Allison. That was a gift, Allison. <laughs> I and- like, I don't want that piece of shit.
2: <laughs> he leaves. And then Allison goes into the kitchen and makes a martini.
0: Yeah. She's like to Susan, martini. She's
2: back. I got chills because there's a very specific scene in the era of Susan that I remember. Involving Allison being drunk. And Mm it's... Ugh. It is chef's kiss, no pun intended.
0: And Allison deserves a drink after what she's been through with Billy at the job. Yes.
2: (laughs) (laughs) So that night, Jane and Chris talk on the beach. And we hear Chris go, is that what Jake
0: said? Hmm. Yeah, they're for some reason walking on the beach having this conversation. At night. Yeah. Um... And he's like, I can explain.
2: I was chewing Sydney out about being habitually tardy. <laughs> <laughs> he then says, and Sydney was the one who said we could work this out with trade. I didn't suggest that. And then he throws Jake under the bus, and he says Jake was the one who brought up a past. Yeah, that's
0: not Jake.
2: Jake would never do. Jake that. does
0: not gossip. And Sydney and. Jane is such a moron that she believes it. She's like, because in her mind, she's like, I knew. I knew this was Sydney. Like, (laughs) it's like she's just
2: been waiting for this moment. She needs this. And she's even willing to believe
0: that Jake would say something perverted. He's never done that. No, he would never do that. He only says a perverted thing to the woman he's about to fuck.
2: Yeah. And it's very mid. He doesn't talk like that to, he doesn't also talk like that to like guys.
0: No, we've never seen it. Only de- Michael does on the show.
2: <laughs> he's not he's very respectful of women. So he then suggests that Sydney should move out of her apartment and get a job somewhere else and maybe even go back to the sanitarium.
0: Yeah, he's like convincing Jane that she needs help. Yeah. Like basically, like maybe this isn't the best move for her. She actually needs a lot of help.
2: Later at Shooters, Jake has called Joe, Billy, Matt, and Amanda to the bar to tell them something, and he's still wearing his business suit.
0: He's really happy. He wants to share this great news with his friends. He bought Shooters, and
2: they're thrilled. They're like, oh, my God. And then Jane arrives, and she's
0: immediately a bitch to Jake. Dude, she came in like a fucking hurricane, like and ruin Jake's moment. I will she's, never forgive her for She's this. such a bitch
2: for this. And she says, Jake, Joe told me what you said about Chris. Joe's like, what did I do? <laughs> Why am I getting drawn in? And Jake is like, Jane, if you don't want to believe the
0: guy's a jerk, well, that's your business. He's not having it. That's what I like about Jake. He's very respectful of women, but also he's not going to be delicate with them when they're acting like little bitches. He's going to put them, he's going to say the truth. Well, it's like, fine, you don't want my help? I tried to help you. Wait, he's not going to be like, he's not going to start backtracking.
2: He knows what he knows. Yeah. When Jane returns home, she yells at Sydney.
0: And Sydney's like, Jane, I'm just trying to watch a movie. Sydney is like as if nothing has happened. That's kind (laughs) of sad because Sydney is literally being really sexually harassed in a, like, a big way right? by her her sister's boyfriend. And she's just living life as normal because she has no other choice. It's really, which really sad. sad. It's really sad. And she's sort of accepted
2: at this point, this is her lot in life. And that yes. she has probably internalized this ugly feeling of like, maybe I deserve to be sexually assaulted, or maybe this is the price I have to pay to be able to be close to my sister and have a job.
0: Right. It's not worth um, making waves. Yeah. It's like a very common uh, thing people feel in those situations. It's like not worth upsetting everyone.
2: Sydney has no one in her life to actually show her love and care for her.
0: No. Even the people who care the most, it's out of a sense of like, like with Matt, he's like, I can't let her. It's like, like, I can't let anyone suffer this way. It's not even specific to Sydney necessarily, you know? Yeah.
2: so, Jane is like, I want you out of my house, Sydney. And she's like, and you're
0: fired. No, she's like rot in jail. She yeah. doesn't give a shit. She does not care. Jane, Jane goes off. Jane is like, either walk all over me or I'm going to irrationally defend a loser and burn all my bridges. Like, she doesn't have an in-between.
2: No. The next day, it's the photo shoot for Factors Coffee at the beach house. And they're out on the beach, and they've set up some deck chairs. (laughs) And
0: this is a great seat. I was just laughing because I couldn't remember the line you were talking about, but I also wrote it. (laughs) down. So when I saw it, I immediately knew that that's
1: what it was.
2: So we see Michael and Kimberly walking out, and Michael is dressed like Nathan Lane in the birdcage. He's
0: wearing like... (laughs) He's... Wearing like head to toe linen, he's wearing like a
2: white cropped vest and like linen pants and like a pink striped top. Everything is very baggy, not form fitted at all. Like, but it's crazy. All- the vest is crazy. This is a ridiculous outfit. And he's like talking to a man. He's like, Amanda, you know, I'm a little unsure. Of this outfit, it's kind of gay. He doesn't say that, but that's <laughs> but that's the subtext he's making. That's always Michael's subtext. And that's when Joe butts in and she says, Oh, Michael, I think you look great. And Michael cuts her off and he goes, Oh, who cares what you think? (laughs) (laughs)
0: This is so out of pocket and unnecessary. And then he goes, No offense, Joe. Who cares what you think? <laughs> it's so mean, but so deserved.
2: It was so deserved. Well, because also it cuts to Joe and you look at what she's wearing. It's
0: like, yeah, who cares why what Why would you, think? you take advice from her? I she's wearing another straight. denim tent like <laughs> with a red turtleneck or whatever it was. Like <laughs> <laughs> She
2: looked like shit. Uh, there's a golden retriever annoying everybody on the beach. And this golden retriever starts licking Michael's crotch. I don't think this was planned. I really think this was like, like keep rolling.
0: This is (laughs) great. (laughs) Because this dog is like aggressively. No, the dog was probably not fixed. I don't know. (laughs) It was aggressive. (laughs) I really thought, oh, that's going to leave a spot. But I love that they were like, let's make this perfect couple. We need a golden retriever. Like it's so fake. Yeah, that's what they said. Cause Michael's like, I
2: don't have a dog. I don't like dogs. Yeah. And they're like, Yeah, but in the ad, you're a couple who would have a dog. And a linen suit. Yeah, linen casual a, linen outfit. A linen <laughs> outfit with the cropped white vest. <laughs> this was an insane outfit. It was very stupid. <laughs> um so then um the dog growls at Kimberly and Michael. I think yeah. the dog maybe was horny for Michael, but growling at Kimberly.
0: And Peter he, is there. They, she, the dog wants Michael for <laughs> himself.
2: <laughs> yeah, because as soon as Kimberly shows up, the dog is like, It's
0: mine. That's my man mate. <laughs> That's my crotch. <laughs> I licked it. It's mine. <laughs> I put my scent all over it. <laughs> <laughs> He should have mauled Kimberly.
2: Their (laughs) wig comes off. Oh, that would have been a great moment. Oh, my God. And Peter and Amanda, they're both there. And everyone's, and Joe is like, Ooh, who's the hunk? And Amanda's like, Back off, Joe. Don't get your paws
0: on (laughs) him. Amanda's deluded world, her and Joe's always stealing her men. Right. Even though Joe dated Jake first. Yes. Like, Joe's always trying to come for her sloppy seconds. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, back at Melrose, Susan, okay, Susan needs to be medicated because this was a crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I know this is stressful, but I feel like she was overreacting a little bit.
0: She's got like her. First of all, I don't know she came from fucking wherever she came from in her VW van. Okay, no, this is crazy because she literally... We're supposed to believe
2: this bitch just flew in from Le Cordon Bleu in Paris and suddenly she's in possession of a 1968 VW
0: bus. Yeah, it's like a mint condition yeah. <laughs> VW camper van, like one of those camper buses Yeah, that are actually really cool but not what you would have... Week one, moving to LA, and you're not even staying in LA, right? Because at this point, she's not planning on staying in LA. She's going up to Santa Barbara or something, right? This is
2: not your hauling around car. No. If you needed, if she needed a big car to transport stuff, like I can understand that. Why do you get this car?
0: That's like gonna be breaking down. Here's the thing, this. The the writers did not have to go there. She could have been borrowing Allison's car, and it wasn't working. And we would have all been like, "Up, Betsy's broken again." Do you know what I mean? You didn't even need to bring in this new
2: car. I bet I bet that somebody like on set came into possession of this car, and like that's great. Let's use it in the show.
0: Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. They didn't need to do it. Of course, she would borrow Allison's car. Right? Susan is like losing it. She is like hitting. She is slapping this car. And yeah, she's, she's like, making a scene. She's
2: having a fucking meltdown on on Melrose Place. And Billy comes out and he's like, wow, what's going on? Yeah. You and you
1: lift?
0: And she's like, I have to be in Santa Barbara in an hour. Well, it's two and a half hours away, so you're already it's screwed. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: he's like, I can give you a ride. And then Allison comes out and she's like, Billy, I'll drive her. And he's like, your car is gonna. Your car couldn't make it to Santa Barbara. No, she's crazy too. And um, Billy's like, "Give me a break," or someone says, "Give me a break."
0: It's probably that's a Billy line for <laughs> sure.
2: <laughs> Give me
0: a break, Althea. <laughs> just, just like you made a break during our wedding. <laughs> I guess you know something about breaks. Breaking up with me
2: and breaking my heart. <laughs> Breaking promises. You love breaking things. <laughs> breaking my clown box. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you break my box. You're the break girl. <laughs> <laughs> first, right. you were, first, you were a snitch. Now, <laughs> now you're a breaker. <sighs> so, Allet,
0: Billy's like, we'll drive my cards. New. <laughs> This is where we find out Billy has a new car. Because I was like, oh, really? And And I cannot believe when we see it. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll
2: get there. Sydney decides it's a good idea to go to the police station to file a complaint against Chris. Sydney, I got news for you. If you think it's hard to file a sexual (laughs) harassment complaint with the police, now it was even harder in 1994. Right, and this is
0: like... Is this her parole officer? This is her parole officer. So she's trying to go through him to, you know, talk about this situation she's in. This cop is a
2: total fucking dick. He doesn't believe her. And he's like, actually, Chris stopped by here, this office, and complained about you.
0: Sydney's, she's like one up to (laughs) get. She can't win with Chris. He's always one step ahead. (laughs) And uh, he's like, Chris said you would say this. I mean, he has he has the time, he has the time Is, to scam Sydney. Isn't
2: he a vice president of like a fucking national line of
0: department stores? Now, and he's like, hold, on, I'll be right back. I have to go file a, a, <laughs> a, a fake, f- report. fake police report before someone else does. We find out that yeah, and he's
2: like, and Chris wants you to be reinstitutionalized, and I love that Chris. It's just like everyone loves Chris and buys what he says. Like, I wouldn't buy his shit. Even, now, if, even if I didn't know he was sexually harassing, just his whole fucking vibe is bad. It's fake. He's rotted. Yeah. Billy is driving Susan
0: in his new Porsche. It is a convertible two seater with the little slim back seat thing where yeah. it's like barely enough it's for anyone to sit in. Barely a seat. And. It is a foggy day on the coast
2: of California and he has opted to drive with the top down, which irritated me. And they, Allison is such a bitch. She's like, I'm sitting in the passenger seat.
0: Wait, why is she even going, (laughs) first of all? She's got
2: to monitor the situation. She's got
0: to monitor the situation. But not only that, she needs to take the front seat and make Susan sit in that little skinny. (laughs) Because Susan's like right up on the back of the seats because yeah. she has no room. So her head's right in between theirs. No, she has zero room. She's like a piece of luggage back there. It's I cannot believe Allison. And she's just disgusted the whole ride. She's like, here I go. Like my whole day's room was I have to monitor this. And then like, Susan's also
2: crazy because she's like openly flirting with Billy as they're zooming up the coast. And
0: Allison's face, she's just like, she's like, oh, she's just like revolted. She's like, can't believe the situation she's in. But it's like, you chose this, yeah. Allison. No one forced you. She didn't she have took, to The go. fact that she took the front seat is so irritating to me. Like, no one was like, just stay, Allison. Do you know what I mean? I would never get in
2: this car and go to Santa Barbara. I would just
0: be like, you're, I'd be like, I just have to... Or I'd say, can I borrow the car and drive her? Like, why wasn't that an option? Right.
2: It's my okay. new Porsche, Allison. So in Santa Barbara, Susan and Billy and Allison, they arrive at De La Mer restaurant and we see the owner. And this the owner of the restaurant is sitting in his empty restaurant. This guy looks like he owes a loan shark $100,000. I
0: was like, like, did someone die? That is the f- expression <laughs> on this guy's face. No, he is his, he's crestfallen. <laughs> like, <laughs> he looks like he's been crying for hours. He's a wreck. And Susan's
2: like, hi, I'm here for my chef job. I was like, no one
0: believes you're a chef at this point. I'm sorry. <laughs> no.
2: You're just saying it. And, and he's like, oh, the business is not happening. The business is not happening. No, the investors, they backed out. The restaurant's closed.
0: Yeah. So they just drove up. Like, he didn't call? This is crazy. No.
2: Wouldn't you know this information, like?
0: Before someone before- drove up? <laughs>
2: Um, so they like go for a walk in the park and Susan's bitching and moaning about how now she doesn't have a job. And Allison's like, why don't you just move in with me? And Billy's like, yeah, I think that's a great idea. Stay out of it, Billy. (laughs) She's so mad. And Allison is like, you know what, Billy? I think Susan and I are going to take the train back. I'd be so mad if someone volunteered that for me. I would be like,
0: I'm not taking the train. <laughs> back.
2: That's gonna take like five hours.
0: No, that was crazy.
2: Um and he's she's like, Bill, your car's too
0: small. Yeah, it was when they went up there too. Like And you made your friend sit in the back yeah. seat. You were comfortable. <laughs> what you're complaining about. <laughs> Do you know how windy it is in the back of a convertible too? I would be like, I don't want the job anymore. If I had to ride back (laughs) there, I would not sit back there for a two-hour drive. Like, no way. There's
2: no way. If I like saw, if he pulled the car around the second I saw what car we were driving up in, I'd be like, "You're out of your fucking mind!" And you want
0: to drive with the top down? Go fuck yourself. I don't even want to drive in that seat just for like fifteen minutes. No, I'd be mad. So uncomfortable. Because I'm like, how am I going to get out? (laughs) Like, you know, if you're like dressed up or something. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Um. Allison's like, I'm going to go call the train station. That's like the most Allison thing to (laughs) say (laughs) I'm (laughs) going to go call this train station, you fucking nerd. (laughs) Get our tickets. Yeah, she's Um, my friend. Because he wants to get lunch or something, and she's mad.
2: Dude, go get lunch in Santa Barbara. There's so many good restaurants there. I think that's
0: what Billy was suggesting. That's what he said. And 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 she's just like, no, she's my friend. Like, she literally says that out loud. Her friend's probably hungry. You've been in the car for two hours. Oh, I'd be hungry.
2: Um, there's Alice, I mean, sorry, Billy and Susan are sitting down on the bench, and Susan is like, do you still love her? Mm. And he's like,
0: this going to start over fresh. Susan is, she's out of pocket. <laughs> like, I got to say, as annoying as Allison is, like, what is she
2: doing here? She's so over the line, and she's crossing so many lines.
0: Yeah, you do not... Side with Billy, period. That
2: is your friend and you're making a pass at the ex-fiance?
0: Even in that situation, I would be like, I'm going with Allison. Even if it was taking a train. you got to go with your friend. Of
2: course. If, it, yeah. if I was in that situation with you, we wouldn't be in that. But if I no, was... We would have never driven up in that convertible. <laughs> but say we were inexplicably in that situation... There is, or a similar situation. There is absolutely no way that I would be like, yeah, fuck off. Um, I'm just going to hang out with your ex fiance that you're having serious tension with. Here's
0: what's even worse. She's like not directly doing anything, but she's She's letting it happen. She's letting it happen, but it's like she's kind of playing it safe where she's kind of like, well, it would be fun to have lunch. Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, no, you need to be hardline. Like, yes, I'm going with you, Allison. Thanks. And we'll Billy. get lunch together. Yeah, you don't let even if you fucking don't want to do it and you don't let it be known. Like, you don't give him any like little wink. I wish I could go with you. Like, do yeah. you know what I mean? And she's doing that. No, it's like awful. letting her, letting him know it's all Allison basically, and you cannot do that. Yeah, you don't do
2: it. You don't do it. So that night Peter and Amanda have their dinner date and he is so horny for her.
0: I. It's like weird. He's so no game that it's game. Like yeah. he's so not subtle. Do you know what I mean? He's not playing hard to get at all. He's no. so like into it. It's like hot. It's so weird that it works. Yeah, because normally I'd be disgusted. But for some reason he pulls it off. No, this is hot guy privilege.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. That's what
0: this is. And so he's like...
2: Also telling her, this is something that gets Amanda horny, because he's like, "Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because he's like, "I, ah, you know, I've been thinking about firing a lot of people at the hospital." and she's like, "Ooh, tell me more. Firing yeah. people." And he's like, "Yeah, starting with Kimberly and Michael, I hate those little yeah. bitches. Yeah." And she's like, "Hmm." And he's like, "Amanda, I'm under your spell."
0: Sydney goes to shooters. But wait a second. Can I just add one thing? Yes. He he says to her, if you tell me, <laughs> it's up to you whether or not I, fi- if you tell me to fire them, I will. This is such a hot moment for Amanda because she just got cucked by Bruce. Like, this is literally what you say if you want to bag Amanda Woodward. Uh-huh. Let them be in charge of someone's, like, life or death <laughs> sort of situation or, like, How their life is going to be. Something high stakes. Like losing their jobs would be really bad for those two. Yes. And she literally... He's going to do it for her just on a whim. Right. And just like she won't do it probably. But just the idea... Is hot to her. Like they, he knows what he's doing with her.
2: They're the perfect couple.
0: Oh my God. They're so right for
2: each other. Because they like to
0: be evil together in a way that Amanda and Michael do, but for some reason it seems more mature. You mean Kimberly and Michael? I'm sorry, Michael? Kimberly and Michael. You know how they like yes. to scheme and be evil together? But when the, Amanda and Peter do it, there's something more elegant about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, <laughs> we could ruin the small people. <laughs> it's definitely a
2: more, it's a higher caliber. Right, because Michael's a little trashy. He's definitely trashy. <laughs> and he's he has brought Kimberly's stock
0: down way low. Yes. Kimberly was more elegant, but she's definitely in the gutter now no. with Michael. <laughs> yeah. And I just feel like Peter and Amanda are kinda like what like evil like rich evil villains. Yeah. Where they're kinda like, haha, let's play with people's lives. <laughs> which is horrible, but in a show, very good.
2: So Sydney um goes to shooters and she... Where am I? Oh, she talks to Jake and she's like, Jane's been brainwashed by Chris. And she's like, I'm going to have to go back to the loony bin. And And Jake relates. He does relate. And she's like, starts crying and Jake hires her on the spot. Jake is a sweetheart. He's such a sweetheart. Because he
0: really, he really and truly... Does see in Sydney himself. Like, people think this way about me, and I'm not who they think I am. And I'm, you know what I mean? Like, that tugs on his heartstrings. He sees that just
2: like himself, she has a lot of untapped p- potential. She's made a lot of mistakes. She's lost her way. She just needs
0: someone to give her a chance. She
2: just <laughs> needs someone to give her a chance. And so he. She's so grateful when he's like, you're my new waitress.
0: No, because Sydney it turns on that like, really? Jake, oh, oh my God. Yeah, I'm going oh to be the best waitress you ever had. And she's like wiping the tables immediately. Yeah. Like,
1: oh,
2: like breaks my heart. Yeah. The next day, Susan asks Allison why she pushed Billy away.
0: Yeah, she's like, she's finally like, give me the, what's going on with you and
2: Billy? Like, I <laughs> want the whole, t- give me the tea. And and then Allison's like, I don't want to talk about it. And then Susan's like, is this about your dad? <laughs> <laughs> That's and, like something Billy would say, to be honest. And Allison's like, uh, I don't, she's like, I don't feel safe. I don't feel safe. I don't want to be dating anybody. I can't, no intimacy. I can't be intimacy, yeah. intimate with anyone. And then she's like, I think if you move in, Susan, I think it's best that we don't become the three musketeers. Yeah, I agree. So Amanda tells Sydney that she can move back in, and she gives her keys, and she's like, Chris just paid your rent.
0: Unacceptable.
2: This is so Why would Amanda allow that? I'm sorry. Why wouldn't she do a little like investigating, like, why would he do this? That's really... Suspicious. Also, wouldn't she go to Jane
0: and be like, hmm, I thought you'd like to know. Well, because he's saying he she should go to the san, back to the um sanitarium or whatever. But why would he because so she needs a job and like an apartment to stay out on parole. Right. So he's basically saying one thing, but then renting the apartment for her. It just doesn't make sense to me. It's so shady.
2: Um and Sydney at first is like, oh, he no, no way. And then She's like, okay, I guess I have to be practical.
0: And she's like, I'm going to pay him back every dime. And Amanda's like, sure you are, Sydney. She doesn't give a shit as long as she gets the money. Oh, this is great. Yeah.
2: (laughs) At the hospital, Michael is buzzing in Peter's ear like a mosquito. And he's like, oh, you, you had a date with Amanda, huh? How'd it go? Hmm, she good in the sack? <laughs> I never
0: dated her. <laughs> yeah, he's like, she, he's like, oh, she's the one person in Melrose Place I haven't fucked. i bang that girl. Yeah, yeah, the fact that he's like trying to get tea about Amanda from Peter. It's like, he hates you. He hates when you. What do you not get
2: here? And Peter says, Michael, I find your comments sexist and demeaning towards women. And Michael <laughs> just keeps going. He's like, yeah, tell me, tell me everything. And Peter puts him in his place and he's like, You're
0: on thin ice, Mancini. And he's like, I'm your chief of staff, not your frat brother. And Michael truly is pulling face.
2: Dude, like, this- he is
0: out of control with his faces.
2: <laughs> well, when Peter slams the door, it just cuts to Michael. And yes, he's like, yes. Mm-hmm. Like, you know that? He makes like 10 different faces. No, it literally is that gif of Trump from the debates from like 2016, <laughs> where, where he's making all those
0: faces. Yeah, I mean, I wish I. Michael makes, like, he goes through six different emotion faces. Like, hmm, oh, hmm. hmm. Hey. <laughs> I was pretty funny. Like, he also
2: is like does, like, a pervy little, <laughs> he's like, but
0: I was kind of funny. And he's doing it to himself. You can almost see his interior monologue happening. I love him. Billy's wearing his all denim fit. Ugh. This is the third time in, like, two episodes. He's on a denim kick. He's like a little Jay Leno. Yeah. <laughs>
2: He's wearing his denim fit, and he asks Susan out to dinner, and they touch hands. Outrageous. They touch hands, and he's like, he's like I like you, and I think you like me, too. And she's like, it doesn't matter, because it's not going to happen.
0: Inappropriate. And then he goes, what if we met in Boston? Like, what if Allison didn't exist? <laughs> We, he's throwing out what, what? ifs. He's it's so like, awful, Billy. It doesn't matter. Right? It doesn't matter. <laughs> what if we? What, what about? It, what about this? What about if Allison <laughs> died? <Yeah. laughs> what, what, what? What about? It's like that's not what the situation is, Billy. But it's not that. No. It's not that, Billy.
2: No, Billy. Please stop. That night at Shooters, Joe and Jake talk after closing. And Joe, again, this is like, oh my God, I wanted to punch her. She was like, Jake, why'd you hire Sydney?
0: She's a criminal. (laughs) And Joe's so proud of herself because she's like, it's pretty good for a pregnant lady to close down the bar. She's, I was like, "Ma'am, you were just sitting there. You probably anything. couldn't even get up. That's why you're still sitting there. I've been there. You're, it's not like a. It's not like a an achievement to close a place down. You literally, <laughs> you literally just don't leave." <laughs> so she,
2: um, <laughs> she's <laughs> talking shit about Sydney, and um, she also wants Jake to walk her home, and so Jake. Oh my god, Sydney's there when she says all this about her.
0: She's she's like wiping down the ketchup bottles and doing all that closing bullshit and, J- and Joe is just dragging a
2: working woman. She went to jail. Like, Joe, you went to jail.
0: You went you shot a she man. She truly does not her see herself in this at all. Like No. You've also had things happen or made mistakes, bad choices, Joe. We watched Look at show. your fucking belly. Yeah. <laughs> look at your belly, Joe. And yeah, look what you who, did. Who do you think makes bad choices here? <laughs> what happened to the pretty lady, huh? Yeah. Where's the pretty lady? Looks like we're all in the same boat, the pretty lady. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so <laughs> Sydney's going to close up and she's really... Excited that Jake trusts her to let her close up.
0: I'm also like, I'm sorry, walk me home. It's like literally next door. Why is she, need to wait? why not wait till he's finished closing up? Do you know what I mean? She sucks. It's annoying because so why would you, I would, I would be like, no, I'm not leaving Sydney alone. She just got hired in an empty fucking bar at night with money and a cash rent. You know what I mean? It's like she's actually the one in more danger. Why don't we all just wait together? Yeah.
2: Um, So, of course, Sydney's alone. She turns on the jukebox. She thinks she's going to have a fun night of cleaning and closing out the bar. Yeah. But somebody enters, and it's Chris. Yeah. And he attacks her. Like, rips her shirt open. He rips her shirt open, exposes her white lacy bra. He pushes her down onto the pool table, and she is able to free herself by clocking him with a pool stick. And she locks herself in the supply closet. Yes. And Chris is up against the door and he goes, Sydney, I decided to marry a sister. And then <laughs> then I can get everything I ever wanted. Of uh, Jane as a mother for my children and you as a whore just for me. <laughs> <laughs> He's such a villain. He's awful. I can't
0: wait for him to get taken down. He's so awful. And I'm so mad Jake left her there. I, I am, am too. so mad. That was so stupid. He, but what was Chris doing? Just waiting in the <laughs> <I was> like Because <laughs> he like arrived pretty soon after they left. Well, and how did he know Jake would leave her alone? Do you know what I mean? I wouldn't assume that at all. Maybe he's been hiding in the bar all
2: day. He's so gross. He doesn't have a real job.
0: That was scary. And I, I couldn't remember what had happened happened initially so I was really scared for Sydney. No, I had forgotten about that too. Like that was extreme because they've done a great job of building his creepiness. Yes. Where you think he's kind of a creep but sort of not threatening really and now he's very threatening. Yes and he keeps escalating the violence. And you actually, now you're kind of like he might hurt her. Like kill her. Or rape her or something. Like It is like and what's she going to do? No one believes her. It's so fucked. It's really scary. It's so fucked. But anyway,
2: yeah. great episode. This was packed with all kinds of great stuff.
0: I forgot how much was packed in this episode. I'm
2: so excited for the Susan storyline. Just the whole, her whole arc is just, it signifies such a great thing that's happening for me. And not for Allison though. <laughs> but it's my, it's like one of my favorite Allison arcs. Oh, it's like one of the greatest
0: of all time. It's one of the <laughs> <laughs> ever. Um, and we get a little
2: foreshadowing with that martini. After yeah. Work. She's she's not
0: she's not going to be well for long. Mm. Um, mm. Okay. Anyway, we will see you next week. Bye. Bye.